You are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast, weekly bringing you a slice of what we call 21st Century Black Radio to the masses, which is a mix of old and new school music representing the international black diaspora, such as hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and plenty, plenty more, as well as news commentary and sometimes some interviews here and there. On the mix and commentary end, you got myself, DJ Fusion, on the side, you got my bro who did the same thing. Let me have him go ahead and introduce himself. This is Didi, whole wheel, wide world, never never contained in a box. Watch, I saw Raw Black Hawk back in the building, of course, and um, we are glad that everybody tuned in. We're very appreciative of that, and we're about to get on down with a little bit of info and tunes. Check the sound. Excuse me, what's the deal? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Glad to be back after our Thanksgiving break and whatnot to round out what has been a rapidly approaching quick into this year. In yeah, about yeah. three weeks, we'll be in 2014 officially. Like the old folks say, time does fly when you get older. Yep, yep. But it's all good. By 2014, the radio show will be in its 16th official consecutive year, which is pretty awesome. No, no and as always, we had to give a lot of love and appreciation to our listeners, some of whom have been down from the beginning since the Rutgers University radio days in 1998, to those in the present who have hit us up either via searching for a podcast through one of our wonderful broadcast affiliates. All of them, you can check it out at our official blog site, blackradiosbank.com. Um... You know, various radio stations and more who have stumbled onto us. We appreciate all of y'all for listening and taking out that three-hour block each week to check out what's good with us, whether it's, you know, something fresh and new or some of our um, archive shows and whatnot. We deeply appreciate it. And, um, yeah, we got a little bit of commentary to get into and some other stuff. Then we got a bunch of new tunes to get into. So we're going to definitely make that happen shortly. For those who are new listeners, definitely welcome to you. And whether you hit us up via our official website, FuseboxRadioOnline.com, or as we said, via the podcast way, whether it's through iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbay FM, Player FM, or plenty more, we're glad to have you down. Um, Let's break down how we do the show. At the beginning, we do our promotional spiel about the radio show, including upcoming events and things like that. And then we get into a little bit of news and commentary, then both myself and Asal Ross just get into the music mix. And with those music mixes, there's times we have um, guest commentary, whether it's my friends from Black Agenda Report with Glenn Ford, shout out to them, or our friends over at the Black University Radio Network with their direct effects segment, shout out to Lamar Blackman and the rest of that crew doing their thing. So, yep, indeedy. Let's go right ahead and get into it. As always, you can check out what's going on with the Fusebox Radio broadcast family at our official website, which is FuseboxRadioOnline.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E.com. Our official blog site is BlackRadioIsBack.com. We just mentioned um, some of the main places that carry the podcast, but if you're like, I can't remember any of this information, just search for Fusebox Radio broadcast, and it'll pop right on up. 
And if you're on the social networking, um, Twitter account is twitter.com slash fuseboxradio. The Facebook radio show account is facebook.com slash fuseboxradioshow, which is our Facebook like page. And that's just right. one word. Facebook.com slash fuseboxradio is my personal page. Y'all can join that if you want to. I'm completely fine by that. And pretty much all of our social networks in the slash fusebox radio is on YouTube or Vimeo or any of those spots. Even Foursquare, which probably next year when we start hitting up a lot more of these festivals, so we'll actually start using that more so maybe we can do some meetups with some of the show fans. Um, we have that account together and active as well. We also have an Instagram account, so for some of y'all who haven't seen me and I saw Ross pretty faces, along with some events and have a little that decision go to instagram.com slash fusebox radio as well so on that end that's about it we got to shout out a few folks from the past a um, few events that we've done of course as always shout out to the one versus many dc rap.com crew all right for keeping the open mic showcase vibe alive um, here in the dc metro and having our crew on board to um, play music and support the artists on that particular end, got to give a shout out to the fine folks over at Hillier Art Space around the DuPont Circle area of Washington, D.C. for having us spin at their first Friday's um, art exhibition event. Really, really oh, nice crowd, especially during a time frame where there was like a whole lot of rain falling through here since for those who are international, um, we're in that weird winter period where one day it could be rain, one day it could be snow in our corner of the East Coast. And uh, we literally had a full house, and people were really grooving. In a way, I think it reinforces how multi-generational hip-hop can be when one does these types no of events. Because sometimes, like, for me, when I was over there, I'm like, I'm playing some old-school hip I have people in this very nice, snooty, stereotypical, near the Phillips Collection type of art gallery. And people are getting gassed. Like, stupid gassed. And sometimes you can go to, like, you know, a hip-hop joint around the way. People don't want to hear nothing past 2005. Well, you know, it's funny. But definitely big ups to um, that crew of folks. 2014, we got a lot going on. Um, We're working out another scenario in the Americas. That's all I'll say about that. No doubt, no doubt. For um, 2014, but we're definitely excited about that, as well as all the um, various events and things we've done in general. I mean, we're definitely grateful for everybody who's had us on board this past year. It's been an eclectic group of folks who've been down to these about yes, yes. ways. And respect not yes, what yes. we do musically, but on other ends as well. Some angles where you, you kind of wouldn't have anticipated us being at, no especially doubt. in the age where a lot of folks tend to think that the more you close your mouth, the more doors open. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I say close your mouth in terms of closing your mouth on stuff that's right, not nonsense. Because nobody wants to be around a whole bunch of nonsense. You know? So, you know, I just want to give props to everybody this past year who's had us um, down for their various activities and stuff. We really, really love and appreciate y'all. And we're always open for the gig vibe and stuff, which you can hit us up about at FuseboxRadioOnline.com. And of course, props to our folks over at um, Oh Hell Nah, OHFblog.com, and PlanetDill.com for having us as a part of their music and cultural writing staff. Um, within oh, the next no. few weeks, um, it'll be time to do another best of album 
article and list and stuff, so I gotta go through everything again and figure all that type of stuff out. So there's a few releases that have just dropped or will be dropping soon. That I need to listen to right. before doing the official write-up. Since I know just on one then, um, and I know that we didn't get that information before the last um, show before pre-break, but um, Q-Tip and Buster Rhymes are dropping a um, free um, mixtape slash street album this broadcast. Oh, no. No, no. So I'm curious to see how that joint's going to be. And what No doubt. I mean, we got one joint that will be uh, blasting off on the show in a bit. But um, yeah, it's, it, it should be cool. It should be cool. I mean, a lot Native of good tongue. music has come out this year from multiple genres. A lot of not so great music has. And uh, people who know me, I'll I'll state why I like certain stuff and don't like certain stuff. So look out for those articles coming soon. And let me see here. I think we've done the basic promo spiel and stuff. Uh, more upcoming events will be listed on our various sites soon. I know Sonic Biz, where we have our calendar right now, is going through a little bit of revamping and carrying over some info. But, um, yeah, from the way it looks right now, 2014, especially the summer of 2014, it'll definitely be exciting, but more info about that will be coming along as time goes by. And, yep, 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 that's about it. So let's go right ahead and get into some news talking things and talk about what's been happening. First and foremost... Now, there's no way we can even not start out this show with mentioning the passing of Freedom Fighter, um, first president of, first black president, I should say, of South Africa. And more, Mr. Nelson Mandela. He passed away this past week at the age of 95 years old. He outlived quite a few of his oppressors. And his life, I think, for people who like to kind of sweep, you know, racial and class disparities under the rug, I think for, especially my generation when when I was younger, when we were talking about, like, the middle school to high school era, maybe realize if you were living in kind of a closed type of environment that, you know, stuff is still real in various places, including here in the States. And it's kind of bugged out looking back at things, but really short history of um, Nelson Mandela. He was literally in prison for just about a third of his life. Because he was one of many people there who was fighting against the apartheid system, which was essentially... South Africa's version of what people are parallel here in the United States at the Jim Crow system. And, you know, they wanted to break that man or kill him because when he had his um, court case when people were doing the various uprisings and stuff in that country, you know, they were like, look, if, you know, you hush it up, it, you know, we'll, you know, try to try to make it light on you. He was just like, I don't care if I die. I'm not going to go ahead and give up on that. And through the various uprisings of the African National Congress and more, 
in that country. Um, he was released after 27 years in prison by the white minority government over there. And ended up becoming the first black president of the country during its first fully democratic election, where everybody voted in the country's history. And that's something for some people who sometimes call themselves progressive when they get on a high horse about the United States in comparison to the world. You gotta think about South Africa had a black president before the United States. Damn near a decade before. Where some of the stuff publicly was still as fresh as the day where my parents could remember when Jim Crow was popping up when they were kids. And I think he kept in the political mix, even though he just served one term. He kept in the political mix until he passed away. I think one thing that we had to look at with people, because we're not going to get on a hagiography type of thing and be like, this was like the most perfect dude in the world or whatever. He wasn't, but neither is any human being. It's the aspect that... You know, bowing down ain't always the way to go. It ain't always the way to keep peace. It's not, you know, the thing to be cool and whatever else. And sometimes in the States, I think we kind of get it messed up on that. As people of color, particularly with, you know, black folks in the latter generation. Because one of the things that's kind of funny about Nelson Mandela, too, is that, you know, right now, because he passed away and all that, you know, you got some folks, you know, talking a whole bunch of nice talk, some of whom were literally calling him a terrorist. When he was first talking about, nah, this apartheid thing ain't popping off. It's not cool. No doubt. And all of that. I mean, when he got free, he came up to Harlem in the 90s. And talk about that black Americans needed to fight against um, racist discrimination and economic equality then. And all they that. They embraced him in Harlem. You know what I'm no saying? About that. You know, he was a diehard supporter of labor unions. You know, wow. he was like people who are down or down, whether it's the states or folks like Castro. Yeah, and all of them. Some of whom were supporting him all throughout the entire time. Well, there were various people in the United States Congress trying to block divestment from South Africa. Calling Nelson Mandela all types of crazy names. And what now? We got to remember that, you know, while the U.S. government is probably better for most things than, you know, some other places, it all isn't sweet. No you had some Congress people who literally went to South Africa like, yo, you know, don't worry about it. We ain't, we ain't gonna let this dude cause, cause no problems. We ain't gonna let these Negroes in this country cause no problems. Now, luckily, it didn't go down like that, but, you know, we gotta put a lot of stuff with Nelson Mandela into perspective. A lot of, more people would have died than he did. Well a lot more people would have gave up than he did. And... Well I think if nothing else, that should be something people take out of it. On top of the fact that maybe with Mandela, I'll, I'll go so far in my mind as to say, 
when Mandela was alive is probably especially during the early period where he just got out I think that might have been one of the few times that people were thinking of things on a black diasporic level for real I mean if nothing goes you know during that hip hop era we gotta remember that's when a lot of the quality quote unquote conscious message hip hop was out no doubt it came from multiple angles of cats you can hear a street cat talk about South Africa and Mandela to you know cats who were already talking about that up on the other place talk about the same thing like no um I'm sure some folks remember like the Sun City compilation yeah that dropped back in the day um you know um Stethosonics um Africa yeah enjoyed that drop and just plenty more things um down that timeline you also had a lot of performers back then who were like until Mandela's free we ain't performing over there and um you know that's a deep deal I mean just in terms of the way that people were looking at things at that time was it the I mean hell I remember there were different there was a different world episode that talked about apartheid in South Africa and you know they had some people talking about divesting and some people talking about um, not divesting and stuff and I guess you could say that was like latter quote unquote golden era period of hip hop because you know you gotta think about you had Public Enemy who was really getting they they grooves on at that time Queen Latifah X-Clan plenty more no doubt who were on it so you know, you might be like, I don't care about the politics, but if you are talking about that you listen to old school hip hop, particularly like that late 80s to like, let's say early to mid 90s period, that Mandela made a huge impact on um, that joint too. Hell, Malcolm McLaren had that Soweto joint that came out around that time, I think. Yeah, I think we did that one too. Yeah, that was like the Buffalo Girls, um, they know what the Buffalo Girls beats, I remember properly. And all well, that one thing that I wanted to make mention briefly, because Fusion has done a lot of, uh, a lot of messages about it. Um, what a lot of people know about South Africa is that they've been pimping diamonds for uh, for decades, and a lot of people that you heard heard say good things about Mandela, particularly people who were diplomats, business people, or. Uh, government officials, European, and ones in Africa, South Africa. A lot of them didn't like him, but he, you know, when people die, people say good things, you know, just because of the moment or whatever. But they didn't like, they, they especially didn't like man. They didn't like the Mandela of before he got locked up, you know, because you know Mandela was having, the, you know, there was the diamonds and there's the gold and, and the platinum, you know. So him making a lot of noise was, you know, in effect throwing up business and what a lot of people don't know is that that thing called the Rhodes Scholar that that um, I guess that scholarship that certain um, people are able to get that was started by a man named Cecil Rhodes Cecil Rhodes was funded by some other big money people Rothschilds and other such type people and he was the one that helped facilitate you know, a lot of the business interests that went on in South Africa. So when you hear people say they're Rose Scholar, what they're saying is that they're getting funded by something that got their money from killing South Africans and um, 
from raping the land of the gold, the platinum, and the natural resources, and the diamonds. So, Rose Scholar means that, that you know, because they made up so much money down there that they were able to put money away. And this is like back, you know, we're talking about, we're going back to the 40s and 50s now. So, you know, until today, you know, so Mandela had to deal with major corporate banking and, um, um, corporate and banking interests down there, let alone the racist government situation down there. And, you know, making people believe that after they settled in that land, that that land was theirs and they were wrong for wanting that land back. Similar way to Native Americans because they came to that land and it wasn't their land, you know. So, you know, so they had to deal with people trying to, you know, manipulate on their land and then make it so that uh, the goods and services that they would get uh, make it hard for them to deal with the regular goods and services from maybe local people and, and having to deal with the corporate. Um, in other words, the corporation would be so strong that they would almost push out the smaller, you know, South African or South, black South African out so people would buy that type of stuff. Same thing, type, same type of thing that's going on in Jamaica and certain other uh, third world countries. And, um, but not to get too deep, but in, in other words, there was a lot of but there was a lot of, you know, as the saying goes, for the love of money, is the root of all evil. For the love, that's, a, that's a something out the Bible, for the love. It doesn't say money is evil, one of the most uh, 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 falsely quoted scriptures. It doesn't say money was evil, it says the love, the, 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 you know, the love to make you want to kill somebody for some money. And that's what racism went on in South Africa. The love of money is the root of all evil, so that's what went on in South Africa. In other words, the love of what they were going to get you know, what didn't not matter. So, you know, they could kill as many Zulus and whoever, whatever, because it's about their money. And that was the force that Nelson Mandela You know, Nelson Mandela was black masculinity personified for us um, after, you know, Malcolm X and King, you know, were, um, were, were you know, were, were passed on. And, you know, and, and I would agree. I remember that early 90s period that you're talking about in the sound. You don't hear really nothing like that now. You know, and I'm not saying that today is bad. I'm not going to say that. And that would be wrong. But there was an energy that was going on there and that unmatched. The energy is unmatched. Not saying that the quality of songs, but the energy, the performances and the vibe, people kind of knew. You know what I'm saying? It was a beautiful thing. And, um... Uh, Nelson Mandela is definitely, uh, people say that, people would call him a bad, say things like terrorists or bad things about Nelson Mandela to scare people from wanting to get involved. Just to scare people, because they know that, you know, they, they know it's wrong, but they want to convince people that it ain't right. You know what I'm saying? And all they can do, that means they can manipulate you and tempt you and get more money out of you and, and, and use your emotions from fear and desperation and anxiety. You know, it's almost about juicing your pockets and juicing your emotions, like vampires. And um, but God bless Nelson Van, God bless um, Nelson Mandela's family, his legacy. And um, you know, he's definitely a person that um, it should be something that uh, you know men you know look up to and want to pattern themselves after. You know, uh, I thank the Creator most high for. for uh, being around, you know, at least in the latter period of his life. Amen. No doubt, no doubt. 
And just touching base quickly on that love of money that definitely played a big role in South Africa. And also the aspect of some people when they are weaker mentality-wise, they need to feel superior over somebody. Because you still got people dealing with that a bit now, which improved in, you know, miles and ways from back in the day. But, you know, one of the things I think that people kind of get jacked up is that a lot of this blatant stuff, in terms of being like a nationwide thing, whether you were north, south, or another continent or whatever, a lot of that wasn't that long ago in terms of a historical distance. Or bases. I mean, one of the things I think that was interesting with the way South Africa and the United States had a parallel was, if we're trying to look at maybe legal things that were passed, because of course there's still racism on a more quiet institutional level than like the huge, just people could, like smack somebody up back in the day level. But if we look at a legal basis, America just kind of got out of that wave around like the mid 70s. That's right. Mid and late 70s. And that's if you want to be generous and include things like affirmative action, which included, you know, Title IX and more. South but, Africa. Maryland has ancient, Maryland has ancient as late as 1976 to 77 in Maryland. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to look at the South African situation. That was essentially, you know, of course, the, there's various cultural things that happened there, but that was literally just 20 years later. No real distance in between. People just being there like, I can just walk around and grab a black chicken raper and grab a black dude and smack him up. And have minimal repercussions. Like, we look at cases now and there's still, of course, very much jacked up things that occur. But it's definitely not like our parent generation and generations before them. And I think partially due to that slight bit of distance, a lot of us here in the States were, were feeling it a bit. And for some of us who were younger, it was like, okay, this is stuff our parents were talking about where maybe if you were in a more urban environment or something else different, you didn't necessarily deal with the blatant crap that people dealt with. I mean, none of us grew up with it during the time where there were signs talking about Negro here and white people here. Who are at least early hip hop generation. We're talking about like 40 to 50 years old on down. But when we're looking at stuff like, damn, that's a history book stuff that's literally happening someplace else. I think it hit hard. I think it hit hard in a good way because we all actually united under a certain mantle for that period of time. And Nelson Mandela was a big key part of that. So, you know, definitely um, respect, praise, and condolence to his family, friends, and um, those who admire and respect him. We definitely gotta make that notation on thing. Um, let's see, we got a few other things to touch base on a bit before we get into the show. Um, let's see here. Let's keep on a legal end of things. Um, Uruguay is has officially decided to nationalize the marijuana market. They are the first country to, cult- to legalize the cultivation, sale, and consumption of marijuana as a part of a plan to combat drug trafficking and cartels. It passed through the Senate after about 12 hours of debate and the lower house had passed the bill earlier this year. Um, the president of the country, Jose, I think is Mujica, pardon me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, and stuff, who have been a big outspoken supporter of um, said legislation and also for some people who I have noticed 
when you do all this reading and research, get kind of pissy about it. He's kind of on that socialist end, so he's on that end where, you know, people get a little scared of Latin America. Especially when they're like, hey, I'm down for, you know, eliminating stuff that doesn't mess with people who look like me who are people of color. You know, what we, from folks of African descent and beyond. And of course, there are various countries, including the UN, that are very pissed about this. And all of that. And I'm curious to see how it goes, because here in the States, we got a few states that, um, very few, where it's like, okay, you can literally just walk down the street and, you know, spark it up. I think, like, what is it, Washington State of Colorado? Hmm. Are officially that way right now? Which is funny, because, um, I um, had an email forwarded to me via High Times Magazine where they're like, yeah, we're going to have the um, Cannabis Cups in the United States for the first time, like, ever <laughs> around those ways. Because you can just walk around and smoke a joint if you've grown <laughs> or whatever. But, um, you know, where you don't have to go through the medical marijuana deal or whatever else. And, um, yeah, I'm curious to see how this goes because... When we're in the age where there's like worldwide corporations for privatized prisons, where you make money as long as you have bodies up in that piece, and let's say that somehow Uruguay's um, numbers of arrests and other things do go down, somebody's going to get pissed. No, no. And that's going to have an effect one way or the other, whether they're going to try to find somebody to overthrow this dude, which has happened before. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it 100. When these other countries start pissing people off from certain agendas, the overthrow has happened. Or if we're going to see some newfangled nonsense drug come out and get people hooked and addicted anyway. Because I'm one of those people who personally, I'm like, if you're grown, the last thing I'm concerned about is somebody smoking some weed. I've lived on Earth long enough to see people mess up on a whole bunch of various substances. And the most I've ever seen of somebody with weed is they get a little paranoid and they get dumb hungry. And, and, and that's it. And even though it sounds like some white hippie business, you say it, it's like, yeah, that does come from the earth, and all they do is dry it up and smoke it. I'd, I'd rather you smoke a joint than drink. You know what I'm saying? If, if you gotta get behind the wheel and do, do something where you gotta be cognizant and work get out of here and then you know all that chemical stuff a lot of that could go to hell be glory you know like um I don't know if you've seen this um Asara but they got some like some like bootleg synthetic heroin that's supposed to be out called crocodile I don't know nothing about that yeah I'm going to have to show you some stuff cause I saw a documentary on that like this is like some bootleg synthetic heroin that like people handmade like right now which is kind of started crawling around in the states but it's like really big in like parts of Europe and Russia where like these cats injected it because the chemical mixture is so unstable and messed up it literally rots your flesh away like you see some horror movies where you see like you know just a bone or some random crap this is happening to real people because folks are making this type of crap so I'm like you know what Grow all the plants you want. I don't care. If that's going to calm you down to something else, then whoop de doo So, I definitely thought that was an interesting um, case and scenario that happened 
around that way. Now, you can't just go around, like, with, like, mad weed trees in your lawn or whatever. But, you know, they say over there, when you're over the age of 18, you can purchase up to um, 40 grams per month, while licensed growers can have about six plants in the household. And, you know, they're going to have regulation and registration and stuff, but, um, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm definitely curious to see how that goes down. I don't see it happening in the States, though. Probably not before I'm 60 years old. Don't see much money rise on drug arrest. And whatnot. Let me see what else we got going on here. Speaking of privatized prisons, Arizona's privatized prison system, healthcare, is now um, under a lot of fire and investigation after um, some, a bunch of deaths have gone down. So, besides the fact that privatized prisons are kind of funny style just for the sake of a prison as a business should be nervous in general, the ACLU has found, filed a lawsuit against the Arizona Department of Corrections alleging that a lot of unnecessary stuff has been done to people through the healthcare system that has led to pain, amputation, disfigurement, and death. They cited examples of doctors in that system telling prisoners being told to pray to get cured or drink energy energy shakes to treat cancer symptoms. Amongst plenty, plenty more type of stuff. So I'm going to link that story because it's from Al Jazeera America. It's really, really grimy. And before people want to try to be on some old well, blah 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 blah. Um, there's a lot of white folks in this story who got who got killed in this story. They were slacking on folks who had everything from cancer to just getting, you know, and staph infections and getting jacked up. So another reason to look at this thing with some real care, because you know, when you talk about private industry, there's usually a thing where there's a lot less regulation with what goes down. And, you know, if you get in there for, like, some small petty crime, you want to walk back out of there, you know, mentally and physically alive. We already know the mental end usually is a popping in these prisons. You don't want to walk out dead, too. So, just saying. And if you think these white folks in Arizona's prisons are getting messed up, think about how the black folks and other people of color are being treated. In them joints. So, let me see here. Roll on to the next story. Um, Asara, are you there? Hello? Yeah, yeah, okay. Got you, we got you. Okay. Um, next up, we got this story, which has been one of those things I felt was propaganda. It's just all hell anyway, but it's being proven to be propaganda. Um, mainstream news here in the States has been trying to hype out some criminality called the knockout game where they're essentially you know putting up these videos showing these young black dudes and chicks running up on people and just punching them out and try to be like oh there's this big thing blah 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 that's going on and of course when you see these videos it's only black folks who are doing it to other people and I'm already like this is um, BS because, quite frankly, people can get jumped by anybody of, of, of any racial stripe. 
and it's been proven that some of these videos that are being shown are old. Already, this isn't a recent thing. Now, unfortunately in this country, we have a thing where it's very easy for some people to hide their own foolishness and foolery by saying that a black person attacked them. From Susan Smith on. Like, oh, I can't be found guilty somehow. I just gotta say some Negroes that took my kid or or, or or beat me up or robbed a bank and they're gonna search for them while I can try to get off scot free. Because mm-hmm. of inherent, you know, unfortunately, racial mentality that is still carry on with a decent amount of our population. Now, I bring this up because with this knockout game situation, there was a St. Louis woman who claimed to be a victim of this knockout game who was ended up covering for her boyfriend who beat her down. During an argument, talking about they were um, leaving this bar and got punched in the base face by three young black men, and then they had to end up confessing with after the police confronted them, which honest law enforcement is a blessing. No doubt. Talk about the other side of law enforcement, but we gotta talk about honest law enforcement too. No Nobody's doubt. running around in the place about no damn law enforcement. Let's just keep it 100. <laughs> or whatever. No, no. And these guys were like, something sounds fishy as hell about the story. And they found out that it ended up being the boyfriend that, that punched this chick around. Mm. But you gotta sit back and think, well, how many young black people probably got accosted that day? Because the people make it, make it up some lies, which is already built upon a story of lies. Hmm. Crap like that works my nerves and unfortunately still exists, but I think because we're in the more advanced tech age of things, people can be more willing to call out nonsense or research stuff and be like, wait a second, this is nonsense. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy on that end, um, things have occurred. Because as much foolishness that happens on the internet, there's a lot of good that happens because of it and the advanced technologies we have right now as well. But it all only happens if you have the right mind. Put that down that way. Um, let me see here. We'll do one or two more things and wrap it up. Interesting food story for numerous reasons. Via NPR, there was a research study done in over 27 countries that looked at the retail prices of food grouped by the levels of healthfulness, like in terms of how healthy it is and stuff, and trying to figure out what would be the cost difference between buying a helpful and unhelpful um, bunch of food for your diet. Mm. And they said that the cost difference, and this again is for certain types of food, was about a dollar fifty per day. Mm. When they talking about the United States to another place. Now... I think that's cool, and I know they're looking at the price differences between stuff like grains, proteins, fats, and dairy and stuff, in comparison to like, you know, one with various just processed foods alone, and meat. The one thing that kind of annoyed me about this story is that they don't take into account that in a lot of more lower income areas here in the States, they have what's called a food desert. And food deserts are where there are a lot less grocery stores that would offer up fresh food. Mm-hmm. And stuff that's like right around your bed. Like, as of right now, 
I live in a, a relative suburb. I can get all that type of stuff if I want to. There's like organic market and a Safeway and a Giant and a whole bunch of other things for people who are familiar with East Coast grocery stores. I've also lived in the hood, as it were, at various times. And that means you usually had to hop your ass on the bus or a taxi or something get to an actual grocery store grocery store but the bodega is right around the way all these fast food spots are around the way and stuff like that and human beings for better or for worse are creatures of convenience and you also gotta look at the aspect of when you talk about well the grocery stores yay miles away that tends to mean you're spending money to go there and go back so whatever price difference is might occur from you buying one type of food or another you're making up for that in transportation now, this is not an excuse to not eat as much fresh food as you can and do other types of stuff, because, you know, we know by now what happens and stuff in that regard. But you can't necessarily throw out studies like that and make it be like, oh, it's easy as hell just to buy whatever. You know what I'm saying? And this is like an average of extra price, because trust and believe, like, I'm blessed right now to be able to make a decent amount of money, but there's a big difference between going to Whole Foods and go on to like Aldi or Food Line or someplace around the way <laughs> for some food. That's just keeping it real. And I truthfully have gone through a food thing where I eat way better than I did before. I still got my weaknesses, but I eat way better than I did before. And there's times like you walk in, you're like, well, damn, you know, I don't got to like have a buffet full of stuff, but, but can I have more to this little, you know, two inch potato for you ain't much? And plenty more. But, um, yeah, I definitely thought that was an interesting um, bit of a story right there. And yeah, we'll do two more things and wrap it up. I think we covered a whole decent amount of stuff. We definitely talk about um, Mandela. Oh, this one story. Let me mention that real quick. Um, I don't know how many people heard about this guy, but there was a um, cook who was on a sunken Nigerian ship. And he survived for three days in an upside-down ship. Yeah. At the bottom <laughs> of the Atlantic Ocean. And people were swimming down there to try to find dead bodies. And um, he, this man talked about he was swimming up and down where there was an air pocket where he was. For those few days. And like survived off of a few sodas. Now, whatever you believe in, in terms of, like, your spirituality or lack thereof, a miracle occurred for that dude. Because he was the only survivor out of 12 people. See, that's not... See, when you talk about him, you don't use the word luck. That wasn't luck. That was just meant to be. You know. But anyway, go ahead, dude. No, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, you know, you ain't call it God, you may call it America, you may call it some some random occurrence of science. It wasn't time for that man to die. That's right. It's the bottom line. I think that should make you look at life a little different. Um, the man who was in that boat, who, um, let me see here, it goes by the name of Harrison Okine was like, he said he was literally praying, like, if I make it out of this, I will never go on a boat again. And he's like, well, that's, that's, that's quite okay. I, I got saved, and I'm, 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 not, I'm not a cook on the ship now. I'm a cook on, on, on ground. I'm not mad at him. No doubt. I mean, 
my man was in a boat upside down a hundred feet deep and survived off of some coke in terms of the drink of course and whatnot saying that you know if I was a diver I'd be shook too if I thought I was just gonna find find a body and whatnot and they said they already recovered four uh, bodies of the 12 people who were on that boat and you know he said he like saw like this light of the diver and he like swam down and reached out for him people were like whoa this is alive so I always think those stories should just make you think a bit and appreciate life because you never know what can happen you never know at all, and even when I first heard the story, I'm like, damn, I don't even know how I'd be after all that. Like, you're still in your relative faculties, and besides, you know, what you naturally went through when you didn't have food and stuff, you know, you're still healthy and able to walk around. Mm-hmm. And do other stuff, so, hey, take advantage. Let's see here. Um, On the music news end... Which I don't understand why people still are going through this nonsense. Especially if you're like a corporate hip-hopper right now. Why don't y'all clear your samples? Why don't y'all clear samples? And why don't y'all make sure that whatever documentation you made to clear a sample stays current? It makes no sense anymore. And I talk about corporate rappers because this story is about the long-running legal dispute over Jay-Z's song, um, Big Pimpin', that sampled a 1960 Egyptian film tune. And whatnot. This court case has been going on for over six years, and the song is called Kosara Kosara. And, you know, people who know 2000 song Big Pimpin' with, um, UGK and all of that. Um... There's a lot of complications that are going on, but essentially, like, some things occurred where the composer of the original song, who went by the name of Balaji Hamadi, and then his family's talking about that, you know, Jay-Z mutilated the original song, and despite, you know, a settlement agreement, which, again, had to come about because people didn't clear the damn sample in the first place. There's, like, a whole bunch of things in regards to copyright infringement, and plenty, plenty more. And people from Jay-Z to MTV, Paramount Pictures, Warner Music, and more are being sued. And the judges will keep are letting this case ride. So it's a whole interesting thing in regards to how people have music rights in this era. And, you know, people just need to keep their lawyers and stuff together. And, you know get stuff straight because while sometimes there's like an expiration period to these type of things and we're talking about like how music is played now we're not just talking about radio or music we're talking about like movie placement tv placement film placement being able to perform the song after a certain period of time because it can get that crucial and plenty more it's like yo come on guys you know it's 2014, we're not talking about 80s when people were first doing this marquee for something. Or the Beastie Boys. Y'all know by now. And furthermore, when you're at the point where you can sample things that are not just known in the States, but internationally known, 
You know if you don't take care of your fitness, you're going to be in some garbage. Look at them. This is the true hurt situation that happened. With the yeah. Contagious song that had Rakim on it back around. I think that was actually around 2002, 2000, 2001. Since I remember when that went down, I was um, wrapping up attending Rutgers University at the time. And I remember this distinctly, like, there were some folks of um, Indian descent who I had a class with. And when that song, they're like, oh, yeah, that's a real big song. That's a super big song, and it could have came from a classic um, Bollywood movie. And I ended up being able to search out the video one day, and I'm like, wow, this is pretty much a wholesale jack, which is a damn shame of its own. Including the music video. If you really want to be critical about it. But it was like, so nobody took care of their business. You think that in this internationally globalization age, somebody overseas ain't going to be there like, yo, that's my ish. Where's my money? Well, all you had to do was probably write a check and somebody would have shut up at the very beginning. But then trying to be slick, you know, things go the way they go. So I'm curious to see how this case goes. And lastly, <laughs> speaking of the internet... And people who are just dummies, criminals and the internet do not mix. And of course, as stereotypical as it seems, the state of Florida and dumbasses just seem to become up through and through and through when it comes to these criminal type of stories. There is a man in Florida who was going on a robbing spree of local senior communities. And this complete dumbass, who I unfortunately had to say was a black dude, was posting up pictures of him with all this stolen stuff on Instagram. On a public account. Now, they recovered at this dude's place over $250,000 worth of cash, firearms, jewelry, and more. This guy ended up getting booked for over 142 charges. And he's a convicted felon. It's like, son. You don't have no such, and you don't have no friends. Because there's some dumbasses posing with you with this crap, too, in these steps of these damn pictures. You don't got no friends who are like, you know what? We're getting away with stealing a bunch of, a bunch of stuff. You know, we can go out and, 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 and make it okay. Maybe one of the things we shouldn't do is post up on a public-ass account us with all of this stolen crap. Just think about that. Some some joker named, named Dupree Johnson. And it wasn't one or two photos. It was a ton of photos. Like, you... If you're going to live that crime life, you're going to live that crime life. But how are you going to literally self-snitch on yourself on an international forum? You didn't even have to make somebody mad at you and your crew to snitch on you. This is your dumbass fault. You blacking in Florida. You think you're not going to jail? I don't care if your daddy was the, was the governor of Florida. Your ass is going to jail. And being on all that foolishness. I mean, 
I'm looking at some of these pictures of this story. I mean, you got Negroes posing with the gun. You got Negroes posing in the, in, in, in the stolen whip. You even got this dude with, like, somebody's house slippers. Posing with them. It's like, oh, God, really? Don't, don't enhance the stereotypes, fam. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what? Why, like, why are you wearing Dal- somebody's Dalmatian house slippers on, 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 on your hands and feet, though? <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. That's one of those stories where you just kind of had to start rubbing your temple a little bit. And like I said, I'm sure there's, I know that I know fine people in that state of Florida, of all ethnicities and stuff. I've known some people on some BS down there, too. And y'all are helping your that's a crazy ass state reputation by having dumbass stories like this pop up. Um, whatever. So of course this dude is in jail right now with no freaking bond. And all that type of stuff. Looking like a straight simpleton. But um, let me see here. Yeah, man, I think that's about it for now. Um, probably next week. Um, I think in the next day or two the bust uh Q tip joint's gonna drop. I'm sure we'll be talking about that. Album, the abstract and the dragon. Um, a lot of movies dropping soon, pre and post um Christmas time and holiday time, including the Mandela biopic and a bunch of action joints and stuff. Well, we'll be talking about that. I know there's a documentary about um Philadelphia's move um situation. No doubt. That's like at E Street Cinema. That, I know we'll definitely be talking about that soon going and checking that out and um yeah man it's about that time got some good music and good tunes back fresh and refreshed and ready to blow out the new year properly get the last bit of 2013 on deck and it's about that time man Fusebox Radio Broadcast we do not do payola or any of that nonsense we play what we feel you know, want to make you nod your head, tap your feet, and with our commentary, as always, you don't got to love and agree with anything that we say, but if we got your mind sparked a little bit and sparked some conversation, we went ahead and we did our job like all fine quality black American media and all quality indie media has done for years. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, definitely glad that you tuned in and uh, like, like the commentary and like the music. But we're about to wind on down so you can check out the music, the good vibrations, the God vibrations. Yes, much love to the whole globe uh, and all nations. And, of course, the to other dimensions, Fusebox Radio is definitely about to mention the funk stuff and the good stuff. Much love to everybody who joined us. And we definitely like to hopefully hear from you all next time. All righty then. Me and DJ Fusion is about to begin, alright? Alright. Love. Amen. No doubt, no doubt. Peace. Now listening to Fusebox Radio, DJ Fusion. Uh, as I sit in my B-Boy stands, with flip-flops and socks, and sweatpants, I'm gonna enhance your brain. Check it out. 
Once upon a time, not long ago, when the plague from the point didn't have no flow. I hear you hit me from my tennis shoes, walking to the stove, caught up to get slipping. But now I lay it to the flow just like carbon. Cause I got the heat in my baby mama name now. Never bragging just to say not. Even when I was a younger lad, I learned my lesson. Never talk to strangers in the trap and ask some questions. The Pope and the scopes got us under the scope. But for unknown reasons, cause we don't sell dope that you distribute. We don't contribute to your clandestine activity. My soliloquy may be hard for some to swallow. But so is Carl Liver Or. You went behind my back like Ludo when he cut up all the poor. Two things I hate lies and yet they make my blood boil. But we're constricted on my soul that they call. Just for my peers and pupils who feel like it's time to unwind like December 31st, um, 1999. Listen. Many MCs on many speeds ahead of them. 
Michigan breed and that weapon's normally a 16 that I swing and beat a guillotine, be hatting them with bars I'm sleepy hollow, champion of the people with the heart of Rocky beating Ivan Drago, after seeing him beat Apollo, I'm organically building the following while you tweeting and buying follows, never accept defeat, lead and be legendary is the motto, do your algebra, I'm a problem, been bodying instrumentals for I don't know how long, chasing my dollars, waiting for numbers like a dial tone, father you like you're my offspring, reaching milestones, move vials when I spew vials and maneuver through nouns like manure through a huge cow, meaning I'm just leaving huge piles on produce sounds, master of ceremony who can move crowds, never claim king but I'm down to remove crowns, kicking overthrones, you'll get overthrown, <laughs> I've been opposed to posers, we doper than you, whoever style you stole along with every clone, I sing along. Thinking you raising the bar until you end up spotted Finding out I'm dropping that weight on your chest That's defining, applying pressure at best Whomever assuming they better, better settle for less Revenge is the best outcome from success Technically I ain't successful to the competition stress No baton needed to take the lead and be ahead Turn me up in the speakers into the meter bleeding red From the city I was raised in I should be in top ten lyrically See if I receive the cred Ability to kill a beat and leave it dead I repeat it, I'ma need a prayer Excuse me as I bow my head, God forgive me, it seems like I've sinned again, another spree, I'm taking a knee, I needed to repent, amen. For name's sake, killing that, it's Charmin. Yo, 
the world champion, it's a shame you had your chance. Now watch me, and I ain't a MC. I'm more like a sorcerer trapped in a spelling bee. And I'm unstoppable, once I get angry, you lit the fuse, mission impossible. I'm Vishnu Aladdin, just know I enter the tiger and exit the dragon. of a whale, gas is in hell, gas is in hell, gas is in hell, ghost in the shell, calling all cars, calling all cars, you could trace my body in the sky with stars, cosmos, sir william, we call him bill cosmic, you get to meet him, at the holiest cities we gather, proof, abra, cadabra, poof, that's my perfume, ain't it cute, there is no death, I'm just changing my suit, my sons will come back to reform the law, this beat is hotter than a whore with gasoline drawers, I'm wavy boy, look at me from a distance, and I start waving boy, no need for alarm, I played the flute in band camp, that's how I met your moms, I'm bigger than Grizz, and dot com, and you're sweeter than Liz Lemon, I'm number seven. Iron. Where there's nothing but hyenas and lions Where there's nothing but poor babies that's crying All things come to an end Ask a Mayan, let's go Fatso, chicken and waffles at Roscoe's Chef Roblet, bravo Broad thinks she cute, I wanna see her toes Followers, Yakub had the most 60,000 ziggins on Patmos Raise your glasses in the air, here's a toast My whole crew's whipping cream lactose
now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. If I could go back, man, I wouldn't change nothing. Cause everything I did done show me something. Life that I lived done show me something. Even front and against that show me nothing. If I could go back, man, I wouldn't oh, change nothing. Cause everything I did done show oh, me something. Life that I lived done show me Everything I did got my circle buzzing. I thought it stayed the same, but no, it doesn't. But I coexist, so all the hoes love them. If I never smoked a cigarette, would I be drugging? Thought it was a cure to my pain, but it wasn't. 15 hours into the day, already smoked a dozen. And they not spirits, Newport 100. If I never smoked a cigarette, would I get blunted? Probably so, cause I smell it and I want it. I'd like to shout out all my bloods and my cousins. If we work together, we will definitely run it. Back in the days, there was a bunch of me mugging. Nowadays, secret handshakes and some huggins. Same mode and the that used to be thugging. About to put the gun away and earn him something. So if I could go back, then I wouldn't change a damn thing. Had a good time, and I really love my family. I could feel your pain if you was caught up in that sand. So put this song on and listen to my man. If I could go back, man, I wouldn't change nothing Cause everything I did done show me something Life that I lived done show me something Even front and ass again, that show me nothing If I could go back, man, I wouldn't change nothing Cause everything I did done show me something Life that I lived done show me something Even front and ass again, that show me nothing Level or something, I'm higher but feeling nothing. I'm wondering what is coming. I'm hoping it's something drumming the beat of its own song. This dawn was so long, but it's black and it was storm before a hero was born. I'm never appearing in form. Here goes a spiritual song. Potentials cradled in palms, so ladle energy from the heart. You fear of love, he's small, don't fear above. We are what is all around. We are the light and sound. We all come on above ground, but we are still underground. Be something the inner's found. Be nothing they try to pound until you head. Downtown, dress this way, be that way. Green hat, they hate Jays now. No vans is the plans now. Take brands out your hands now and destroy your lands now. Cause unless it's Pluto, no one cares about the future. Cut off your computer, your Xbox, your cell phone. Leave your home and comfort zone. Find a wild zone. Find time to roam. Write a poem or paint a picture that depicts the inner year and share it with the people with you. And you may see a reaction. And when it comes to art, what more could you be asking? I'm taking part. Is what is happening with the old concepts collapsing? Man, I wouldn't change nothing. Cause everything I did done show me something. Life that I lived done show me something. Even front and ass and ticket that show me nothing. If I could go back, man, I wouldn't change nothing. Cause everything I did done show me something. Life that I lived done show me something. It's fun as it gets show me Enemies. 
sweats follow when you are now listening to Fuse Box But I laugh in the face of danger I've been asked to embrace a stranger As I labor through the grass Full of snakes but neighbors A rascal's a race relations Whether I walk a straight path In a wasted nation Secret agendas are pushed in places In an effort to suppress And to test my patience But I'm an immovable object Ultimate victor in an unwinnable contest They come past like a thief in the night But my foundation run as deep as my height The dark night fights villains Trying to sabotage You dressed in camouflage But my grandma lost Standing firm like a camouflage Fill up description like a doctor No weapons formed against me Shall prosper
You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
Playing in these streets, heat, heat, cause it's cold. Jimmy Cliff, the harder they come. A spliff of the hardest get bun. Ganja, baby, since these artists begun. Ross told me, eat the lift, show me your gun in the song. Then he said, what doesn't kill you, only making you strong. I ain't wanna criticize, I ain't throwing no stones. On the black star line, I burn a chalice with ball. Mama said, for real, I'm a custom, I'm blazing top, I just keep a high meditation. Some boy, I live life when I don't understand themselves. Them I walk around and them top suits get pop off like pop up on shelves. Me and top boy, real revolutionary man, them. Marcus Garvey, big up in the south. They don't the thing already. Yeah, let's see that slide. Joe Rastafari. Cheers. I want to know one. We never ride, we just do what we die in these streets, yeah. Brooklyn, we are one. You're now listening to 
Fuse Box Radio and DJ Fusion. Tell you the boss, and live from the vault, 
it's Buster Bus. Yeah, 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 y'all. Swag mania, pop the ghost most. Carry the most beautiful with us happily toast. Keep the faculty close, gross when we give them a dose. Got them OD and leaning in each coast. Scenery froze, take notes, rock most. Diamonds that fit us, Chanel minks in the winter. Who fucking with us? We coming to give them the shivers. Water we flow, spilling like rivers. Flooding the street, hoping the swimmers move with gorillas. King Kongs, Godzilla's when we roll up. Seat filling the get up when I show up. Please don't throw up. Hold your liquor, girl up. If you're robbing it, we gon' show you how to blow up. Thank you, lucky stars. It's the raps are tuck your shit in. My new bite like a rent tent in my chagrin. You never win. Model thing, walking, cracking your shin. She gives in every time that I spin. Square up, bow down to the kings of the hall. We way gon' talk shit while we ball. So what's cracking with y'all? Native New Yorker, the slick talker keeps it in order. Call a reporter, stepping like British walkers. Legendary swag, fluency, the influence. See how we do it. Get him into it steadily. Got him stupid, so undisputed. Act full, back tool till they pop off. Police crowd up the street, blocking them off, locking them off. Got these niggas wildin' while I signal my soldiers. Bossing it up, maintaining composure, stand on the sofa. 30 bottles, 20 waitresses, bring them over. See how we light up, call a promoter. Tell that nigga, bring the bag, better hurry up with it and count the money you're proper. Cause you can get it, you can get it, you can get it, you can get it. Yeah, I feel good, don't it? Uh. I feel good, don't it? Hey, uh. uh. I wanna let y'all know. I wanna let y'all know this easy, and you listening to Q-tip, tip, tip, tip. Set them up, stiletto up, saddle up and let's go Good times, only difference to making it dope Chatter is up, peep the way we batter it up On top of the mountain, folding the ladder up You're dead and done, rip up your paper cause your status is none Transfix on the sphinx of the page Whether chopper or gauge, you're just a single cause you wouldn't engage Turned up with the script on the cup, you keep the gobbles with us See how we push, sometimes my mind forget cough Beat him in the head, boop a dee dee bop, zippity boof Beat him in the head again, stop killing me wolf Wop, beat him till he drop, piggity poof Oxy and me pull, he don't want no problem with nerds Let's get to drinking poison our livers, damn it, we sinners When me and abstract together, see we deliver She got me touching it, f***ing all on my fingers, damn it, we winners Pillars of this rap sh**, homie, they know Kill it, anything till it's time for me to go That's when I bomb it with a blowin' and I black and get a little bit dummy The microphone is bleeding, you should take it from me Incredibly, we do it in the resumes, the music, I tune it, YouTube it It can never, ever be refuted, it's gnarly for new And naughty for Nina's boots and ballerinas, ballers And in between is blatant non-believers and overachievers Kicking it and pay lay Adidas, drink gallons of liters All of you must reconcile the leaders, she's begging to eat us and her man's attitude defeaters, but never a scandal because me and Bussy prone to handle with gentlemen. Not to mention me veterans, sick and need me some medicine. For our black, you should get off my premises. Better fly, you pelican, idiot. But then again, you need a suit for your funeral measurements. See, we doing it effortless. It's never getting no better than this. Giving you shit that you miss a better preference. Watch me turn them to skeletons. See how I come and bring out the betterness. Thomas with it, I rep the foreverness. Flying United Emirates, size private plane, that kind of etiquette. Purchasing diamonds, handle them delicate. Now you need you a better ref. You can be us regular and see we all in this bitch like we ain't never laugh, never laugh, never laugh. Devil 
rebels all up in the beast The rebels caught up in the streets But check the levels or you might catch a clip So I mash these potato heads trying to check a chip But alas, this whole verse been a metaphor But let me keep it simple how this music is my temple now Been around for a while but nothing can replace its power We gotta save it out Hurts how you say it's style Never meant to lose its crowd But I'll never put this music down So look around boys and girls Soul sensation, bringing ruckus to you, Uncle Toms, and that's no relation. Holding weight and known for patience, but we want it right away. Cali tours, I'll be sure. Yo, we do this night and day. Yo, the sky's bright but gray. Perfect time to light a J. It's hoodie season. Took the evening just to pin around and say what's on my mind, cause it can go a mile a minute. Times infinite lines to spit. My final visit to the mic defines my limit. Pride and privilege, oppressing my entire village. If they stay denying interest, then we got a pride of hinges. We read the book of the dead, so we don't care if life's a sin in society. Testing my sobriety Am my a menace or a scientist That's been convinced that I ain't ish Post-traumatic slave in the latter days Raised up in this violence A maze built on silence And music was my exit So I use it when I'm restless Thought that you could use the message I'm gone
me what you say now Tell me what you say, come again If you cannot stay down Then you do not have to pretend Like there is no way out I should've never let you in Cause you got me face down The final installment of Dr. Henry Louis Gates' latest PBS series, Many Rivers to Cross, was nothing to write home about. It was a lazy and dishonestly drawn picture 
purporting to do what black scholars whoring for the establishment in the age of Obama are always trying to do, namely to paint the rise of the black misleadership class and its first black president Barack Obama as the logical and the inevitable outcomes of the black freedom movement of the 50s and 60s and of what they misleadingly call the black power movement of the 60s and 70s. I call it lazy because instead of illuminating the contexts, the causes, and the consequences of social and historical forces in play like real historians are supposed to do, Gates merely spins up a series of images and vignettes connected only by superficial commentary and narration. He begins with the assassination of Dr. King, the rebellions in dozens of U.S. cities, and five or six minutes on the Black Panther Party, emphasizing armed self-defense and coolness, while entirely omitting its socialist politics and how its opposition to the horrifically bloody war in Vietnam, in which two or three million Asians died, won it lots of allies in white America and around the world. The Black Panther Party was in fact not a black power movement so much as a movement of black people against capitalist and racist empire. In place of real analysis, Gates slides in a couple chummy minutes with Ron Karinga, nowadays a fellow professor whose US organization, as part of the FBI's COINTELPRO program back in the day, murdered several Panthers in cold blood. Gates and Karenga share a chuckle about how FBI boss J. Edgar Hoover really didn't mean what he said about the Panther Party being, quote, the greatest threat to the internal security of the United States, unquote. What Hoover really feared, the guy who shot Panthers, offered helpfully, was, quote, a united black front, unquote. Hmm. From there, Gates slips in quick succession back to the Panthers, to Black is Beautiful, and from there to Don Cornelius' Soul Train, to affirmative action and the birth of the current corporate-oriented black elite, including his own formative experience at Yale. He solemnly reflects upon the Cosbys, and how the image of upwardly mobile black life spoke to his own personal experience. Gates does not forget to remind us that most of black America remains relatively poor, over-policed, ill-housed, and generally ill-served, and even uses the term mass incarceration a good two or three dozen times. At 36 minutes into the program, he mentions Katrina, but the only analysis offered is Kanye West's comment on how George Bush don't like black people. From there, Gates segues to Barack Obama's visit to Katrina evacuees at the Houston Astrodome and the tears which many shed at his inauguration. A real historian, noting the real status of black power at the Katrina juncture, might have pointed out that Democrats, including the numerous and powerful Congressional Black Caucus, refused to convene hearings on Katrina for fear of Democrats being labeled the Black Folks Party going into the 2006 elections, but Gates is not laboring under that burden. Skip Gates doesn't want to teach us 52 minutes of history. That's not his job. His job is to justify the glittering careers of people like himself and his class and the first black president who are somehow supposed to represent the oppressed even as they remain oppressed. His job is to proclaim that he and his ilk are the pinnacles of black achievement, the fruits of our people's long struggle, the aim of and the end of the long march of black history, or something very like it. 
for Black Agenda Radio. I'm Bruce Dixon. Find us on the web at www.blackagendareport.com. You are now, are now, are now tuned in to the Fuse Box Radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses. Let me see you.
not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Hey, and as for the friends, not really your friend. Make believe person that tried to pretend. Cut him off, huh? It's all over again. And watch the one to say hi while you're in your face. And you can laugh a little bit. Look at his face and put your foot on the gas and you play this game. Was the type of a girl.
can't say my name First of all, I'm the soloist, it's soul controller Rock him, get stronger as I get older Constant elevation, cause expansion I write my rhymes while I cool in my mansion Then put it on tape and in the city I test it Then on the radio, the R's request it You listen to it, the concept might break you Cause almost anyone can relate to Whoever's out of hand, I'ma give them handles Light them up, blow them out like candles Or should I just let them out? To give them a hand so they can see I felt I'm not bold just cause I rock gold Rock cameras on the mic And you know I got soul Soul, soul, Hopped off the Millennium Falcon. This is Cab CAB representing for Fuse Box Radio. You know what it is. Jersey. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Whenever I see a smiling face 
Got to smile myself Live, laugh, and love to the fullest of formality Did I lose touch with reality? Perhaps a flaw in personality Immortality, impartiality, mentality Or did I lack originality, individuality Fought the principalities, intense sexuality Soulmates both came to that conclusion on our very first date But wait, there was a lot of haters Backstabbing vultures and perpetrators Lying motherfuckers and instigators So-called friends turned straight traitors That's cool, cause what's meant it shall be I put it in the hands of G.O.D. Still be my missus and I'll be your OG Ascend to the heavens hand in hand, you know me Stare into my eyes as we grind slowly Search your heart, baby girl, you still my one and only Like Frankie Beverly, yeah, I creep with your wife, kid, a 
the brain be heavily Dribble on my ball so crazy a game need a referee Come and run at me and complain lame, I press and squeeze I hit your frame till you shit stained and wet with pee I'm a loose shooter, the color of the computer Stewardess on a dick on a plane to Aruba Introduced her to the Mile High Club and scooped her Told the bitch that I'm the Q, you Larry Hoover I run things in the sewers with flames from the Rugas Keep heat like saunas, crimes for the drama with body armor Up under Louis Vuitton Farmers Still trapped in the 80s, dapper damn crazy Tan Mercedes whipping past the traffic damn baby 100 grand wrapped the rubber bands, nigga straight cheese, it's me
rock time for it. Clap for a nigga with his rapping now. Blow a stack for your inners with your trapping now. Clap for a nigga with his rapping now. Blow a stack for your inners with your trapping now. Go
tell your mammy about now Be granted, damn it
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. And I rap technology, ladies and gentlemen, I am the rapper ecstasy. And standing to my side is my partner, the master rapper, John Lil. My eye is on the one and two, Grandmaster D, do, 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 and it goes like this. It's you, my friend, who said he saw my poster hanging up on the wall. The picture's clear, there's no mistake. My video plays in every state. Well, I get you a I ain't got no kids, and they labeled me. A fugitive. I ain't got no time spent locked up Cause I'm riding high on lady love Things could be better, I know they could But we got to take the battle on with the good I'm one of many on the list And I want you to acknowledge this Well, things got heavy and back to back So I pulled a disappearing act So, until things simmer down I'm gonna do my thing Cause I ain't got 
nothing to prove I got a summer's a day for a year or less They even got a run out for my rest Cause I'm a fugitive and I'm on the run In my line of work, that's number one My best friend in the world is not a dog, boy, or girl My only friend in this world I know with my portable TV radio So when we get up, out, and on the go We always travel in stereo Because as I put a tap to I look back and see who's got you And when things finally simmer down They won't have me to kick around Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Next we 
crying Cause love don't appear no more God is creeping around the door Saying you still haven't found everything you're looking for Somebody's saying about love and peace Nothing will grow unless we sow the seeds We can be all that we dream to be For me and you, the false and true, it's in the air just
think you'll agree. It's dynamite. That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.